Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. This is your sister, Heavenly, and I am thankful to the Lord to be here another blessed day to be able to welcome you in the name of Jesus. God bless your families and your children and people who's close and dear to your heart and soul. And I just thank God for leading you in today. When he leads you by his spirit, he really leads you in the name of Jesus. And for those who are listening for the first time, welcome my new sisters and brothers in Christ. It is a blessing to have you. I thank God for you. This is a place that the Lord has led you like he has led other people like me and others who've been listening. For the very first time, God is saying to you, I have a place that is going to build you. This is a place that's going to uplift you. And this is the first time you might have heard this coming from the Lord. Or you might have already noticed coming from the Lord. But the Lord is here to build you up. This is a place where you can be redeemed in Him. This is a place where you can be delivered. This is a place now that you have a whole family in Christ. I am honored to be your sister in Christ. Welcome my new sisters and my new brothers in Christ. To the Christ family who He has ordained this place for you. This is life changing. This is a place will that will change your life forever. And as other people on here welcoming you as well, they are blessed to have you here because it makes a difference when everybody comes together in the body of Christ. Everybody makes a difference because we all have gifts. And I just thank the Lord for each and every one of you. God bless your families and your sisters, your brothers, your children, and anyone else who is close and dear to you. And how do we make each and every one feel welcome when you come for the first time and when you constantly come? We wrap ourselves around each other by wrapping ourselves around ourselves. Mm -mm. And that is how we represent love in a virtual way in the spirit of the Lord. I thank God for all and each and every one of you today. This is a blessing from the Lord. We're here to see another blessed day. We're coming together as a whole, as a family. This is a place where no one's going to judge you or condemn you, but you feel the very essence and the very presence of the Lord. Amen. So I just thank God for everyone today, every uplifting that the Lord is going to bless us in. And I pray you guys had a happy holiday. And those who doesn't celebrate, celebrate the holiday, I'm just thankful to the Lord that you are still here no matter what. If it was not the holidays, if it is the holidays, I just thank God for giving you another blessed day to receive him on the land of the living. God bless everyone. You look amazing. God saying that we're here together to grow together as a family to help us with our individual walk. I am excited for Jesus all the time. I am excited for the uplifting and outpouring he's going to give to us today. Today is Saturday, December 26th at 8 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. This is the first fruit of the Lord. This is the first fruit that we give to the Lord. And we are to give him praise and honor and glory when we first open up our eyes because he didn't have to wake us up. He does not owe us anything. But he has such an awesome, we have such an awesome time coming together in the Lord Jesus Christ. If my words seem a little crooked, don't know, sometime when I first get up, and I begin to worship. Sometimes my words don't want to come out right. But God is going to make sure they come out right today. 
in the name of Jesus where you're going to understand his holy word, his teaching, and feel his very presence. Already, God is already warming up this place right now. This is a spiritual waterfront altar podcast that the Lord has ordained for you, for me, and whoever wants to be in the Christ family, whoever wants to join in, this is a place for you. This is a place for your family, your children. Anyone can be here today. Whoever God has ordained to be here, he's going to lead you by the spirit of him. Amen. Amen. I am happy. You guys look beautiful. You guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. You're bright. You're smart. You're intelligent. You have a good sense of humor. And there's nothing wrong with you. Only thing that's wrong is that we have to make things right with God when we're not in the Lord. We just have to make things right with God. So just let me tell you when I say something that's not wrong with you. God made you special. He made you perfect in his way. So don't let nobody tear you down. Don't let nobody try to fix you. No one can fix you. Only God can strengthen you. God can change you. Only the Lord can fix us. We know this. And if we don't know this, just know no one can fix you. Only you and God can work together. Amen. Whenever God is trying to do something in your life, you can walk with him or you can be apart from him. But I would say walk with the Lord and he will change your life forever. Give yourself to Christ. That way you can be whole and happy in him. Amen. So remember that encouragement that the Lord has given all of us. We are beautiful. Remember, we're kings and queens in Christ in the name of of Jesus. So I just thank God for another blessed day for each and every one of us that's able to listen in today. However God gives you the day that you're listening, remember when it's your today, if you listen tomorrow, it's still another blessing of the day that you're able to even hear the word of God in the land of the living. So I just thank God. I want to honor the Lord. Lord, I thank you for another day to be here with my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I just wanted to give you honor, God, where honor is due. You'll always do honor, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We're here to glorify your word, to receive your word, to understand your word, Lord. So we are preparing ourselves in you to receive you wholeheartedly in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. And we're all here to honor you, Lord. We're here to grow. We're here to understand your wisdom, your God-given love. That we're here to receive at all times. And we know that you truly love us, Lord. It's about learning and understanding your way, your direction, your will for our life. So we're going to open up with prayer in the name of Jesus. Oh, my Lord. God is so good. Isn't he good? And if you have anything you would like to share, please feel free to leave a message. Talk about the goodness of the Lord. We love testimonies. There's a lot of people that listen that love testimonies. I'm one of them. Some people never heard of testimonies, but testimony is testifying the goodness of the Lord and what he's doing in your life, what he's doing in people's life around you. Testimonies are not just about one person. Testimonies are about sharing so other people can remember so other people can know, people can learn the goodness of the Lord. Sometimes it takes a testimony for people to understand how good God is. God is good all the time. 
in the name of Jesus. So this is a place where you could be free, honest, and open. This is a place that no one's going to tell your business. So if you want to be heard, let your voice be heard. The Lord loves when you speak. He loves when you testify. He loves when we do all of those things. So, you know, I'm a big testifier. You know, if I got anything to share, you know, I ain't going to be hesitant with y'all. Y'all my sisters and brothers in Christ for life. Amen. <laughs> so, please, I'll just let you know if you need to share, <coughs> download the Anchors app. Leave a message if you need a special prayer. If you need prayer, please leave a message. And I will be glad and happy to pray for you in the name of Jesus. So don't forget that. It's very important. Amen. Okay, let's start with prayer. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for another merciful day today, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name for rising us up in this day. We thank you, O oh God, that we're open to receive you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, I pray right now over everyone in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you rain on them right now, O oh God. That you, Lord, lift them up in their circumstances, O oh Lord. That you keep them in your perfect peace, God. That you give them comfort as they need the comfort that they need from you, Lord. Father God, hold on to them, Father God. Don't let them go in the name of Jesus. Continue to show them things like never before, oh God. Lord, keep us wrapped up in your holy blood. I put on the whole armor of you, oh Lord. On everyone right now, we put on the whole armor of God. That no matter what comes and goes, Father God, we will stand. Oh Lord, teach us how to trust you more. Teach us not to doubt you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But Lord... Help us restore our faith, restore us in our mind, revive us, O oh God. Keep us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus in your light. Father God, touch each and every person family up here, O oh God. Touch their families in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Whatever it is, God, you are working it out. You are working it through, O oh Lord. Help someone to be overcomer of their past, God. Help someone, O oh God, get in the present light, Father God. Help someone be drawn to the cross, Father God, that they'll be able to lay all their burdens down, Father God, ready to be delivered in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we thank you, O oh God, for your mercies today. We thank you because it is new mercies today, God. We thank you for the power of grace that is over our life in the mighty name of Jesus. We're here to, give, we're here to glorify you, God. We're here to give you all the glory, power. We ought to give you, you see, we ought to hear, we're here to give you all the glory and praise, God. Let us give you our best in today to teach us at the start point right now to always give you our best, oh God. Some people are hurting right now, Father God. I ask, Lord, that today that you begin to move in them like never before, that you begin the healing process, oh God, that they can begin to heal from their hurt wounds, Oh, Lord, that they can begin to heal from grief, oh, God. And those who are just beginning that grief, Father God, we know your healing is in perfect time in their life. So, Lord, Father God, I thank you yet again for doing it again. You always do it, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' merciful name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful Lord, for that prayer. I thank the Lord for that prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ, and may God continue to touch you.
continue to anoint you. Touch your families. Oh, God knows what you're going through. And he's going to work it out. It might seem dark right now. And you might can't find the light. But the Lord is your light. He is your shepherd. And he will make sure that no matter what you are faced with, he is not surprised by your circumstances. He's going to show you how to trust him. He's going to give you restoration. He's going to give you rest. And so much more the Lord's going to provide and give you where you will not thirst for anything. And you will be able to quench off the spirit of the Lord. It will quench that thirst as you walk in the spirit of the Lord, allowing God to be God, growing in the kingdom of God, turning your life around, letting go of the past, and so many more things that is that's happening in your life, that is happening to somebody who you love, a friend, a neighbor, a parent, a child, whatever it is, God is going to see you through. He's going to see them through. We just got to trust the Lord in the word. Stay in the word of God. Stay in the word of God. It is so important because the word of God is going to give you life. It's going to give you hope. And for those who don't have a Bible, it's okay. The Lord is going to bless you with a Bible today. And if you really is serious in your walk with Christ and you know you need that word and you are in need of a Bible, um, feel free to leave a P.O. box or address in the Angers app. I'll be glad to get that to you next week. No sisters and brothers are left behind. For now, you can always come up here. And I'm pretty sure a local church that is open near you be glad to give you a Bible. But yes, the Lord is going to bless you with a Bible. Some people just don't have a Bible. Some people just can't get a hold of a Bible. Some people just never wanted the Bible. But today they're like, you know what, Lord? I want that Bible today now, Father. I know that I need to apply the word. I know that the word is important, Lord. I need the word to begin to build in me, to strengthen me. And God knows it. He hears your cries. And that's why our beautiful, blessed Father is going to give you that Bible today. Because he knows that you're ready for change. He knows that you're ready to receive him in every way that you know the word is going to give it to you. And he is the word. And the word is promising. And we can trust in everything that the Bible said. Because that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what's going to happen. What the Bible say. I don't care what nobody say. Listen to what God say. And that is the most important thing in your life. Is listening to the word of God. And not the word of people. You can listen to um, the advice. But you can't trust in people. But you can trust God. To lead you to the right person, place, or thing in the right path. So I just thank God for giving that to us in the name of Jesus. So we're going to open up. And I thank God that you are blessed by that prayer. That was an awesome, beautiful prayer that the Lord has given us to, you know, pray. And for me to pray in Jesus' name. So we're going to have our opening scripture. And then we're going to get right into what the Lord wants us to understand in today. So let's open up with the scriptures. You can get your notebooks out, your pens, and take notes and write these things down. We have um, we have an opening with the word right now, which I think is a blessing because it prepares us. It gets us in that place where God wants us to get into so we can focus on what God is saying and not, you know, what we're going to wear today. Because we come here, it's about the Lord. It's about what we need in him. It's about his guidance, his structure, his order, his uplifting, his pouring into our soul. 
the most important thing we need is the word daily, more than one time a day. My sisters and brothers in Christ, we think we read the word in the morning, that is enough. No, we need his constant word, his constant understanding. We need persistency in our life, consistency. We need to be persistent and consistent. So remember, you have to have those things together for it to work. Amen. I'm going to be coming from Psalms 24, um, verse 1 through 10. And verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Verse 2, For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Verse 3, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? Verse 4, He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Verse 5, He shall receive the blessings from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Verse 6, This is a generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Salah. Verse 7, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Verse 8, Who is the King of the glory? Who is, the, who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, and the Lord mighty in battle. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 9, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. And verse 10, Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory, Salah. Amen. That tells us right there. The Lord is King. He is Lord mighty in battle. And he is strong and mighty. Amen. So the Lord is saying to you. He is saying to me. With that, I read Psalms 24. I was meant to read Psalms 25. But I guess it was um, this particularly. God wants you to know that everything belongs to him. And this is about everything belongs to God, the glorious eternal King. Let us worship him and welcome his glorious reign. reign. Yes, we are to worship the Lord because everything belongs to God. So we have to worship our King. And I really was supposed to read 25. But see, sometimes when you feel you're supposed to do one thing, God will have you in another place. And basically, you know, the psalm could have been written to celebrate the moving of the Ark of the Covenant from Obed-Edom's house to Jerusalem in 2 Samuel, verse, um, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. But tradition says that this song was sung on the first day of each week in a temple service. Verses 1 to 6 tells who is worthy to join in such a celebration of worship. Because the earth is the Lord's, all of us are stewards or caretakers we are committed to the proper management of this world and its resources, but we are not to become devoted to anything created or act as sole proprietors um, because they will all pass away. So, remember, 
Without honesty, a relationship with God is impossible. If we lie to others, we begin to deceive ourselves. God cannot hear us or speak to us if we are building a wall of self-deception. So we got to remember that. Who is the King of Glory? The King of Glory identified also as the Lord of Hosts. Of the commander of heaven's armies is the Messiah himself, eternal, holy, and mighty. This psalm is not only a battle cry for the church, it also looks forward to Christ's future entry into the new Jerusalem to reign forever. Amen. Amen, my sisters and brothers. So I thank God for that. So let's go into the passage that the Lord has for us, shall we? And this is about, this one is about our resource. And I'm going to read from Psalm 46, verse 5 and 7. It says, God is in the midst of her. She should not be moved. God will help her when morning downs. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. So, no matter what's going on, he uses she. I got to look into that and see why. But however he uses as a metaphor to describe that God is in the midst of everything. He is in the midst of our situations and nothing can be moved without his knowledge or without his say so. God is our help when mornings are dawns, when um, everything is what it is and we need a savior. God is that savior. He is our stronghold. We can trust him. He is with us at all times. And it says, you have a story that's worth remembering and worth telling to others. As a follower of God, you have a history of times when God has been there for you. Israel was unique from all the ancient peoples in the ways they recorded their history. Their stories were important because God was present in them. The follower of God always has an advantage when trouble comes first. God is in the midst of us. The writers of Psalms knew that God was present among them and showed up whenever trouble came. Second, God's help comes just at the right time. The writer tells of God helping come, help coming when morning dawns or at the break of dawn. God is writing your story today and God's help comes at just the right time. Watch for his work in your life today. And the short prayer is, Dear Father, I thank you that you are my rich resource. Thank you for the work of Jesus in my life. You provide for me each day just what I need and just at the right time. Show me your works today again, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful God, for that. And so we're going to go on to the next passage. That was a blessing to know and receive that in Jesus' name, that God is with us in every and all things. And this is coming from Mark chapter 12, verse 30. It says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. And this is the first commandment. Amen. And the pastor says, Life is filled with experiences that require, that require us to reach deep within and find our courage. When fear threatens to keep us from trying, something new we can tap into, that inner courage, which is God's presence and finding our footing. We may still be afraid, but we go for it anyway, knowing we will be given all we need 
to take on a challenge and tackle any new new and tackle any new situation. That's so true. Remember, no matter how afraid we can get, we know we're going to move forward in him and that we can be in him and do it. He will give us what we need to go forward. He will give us what we need to stand in him in the name of Jesus. So I just thank God for those passages that we need to stay encouraged, to stay enlightened and remembrance of what the Lord will do in my life and who he is. He is our Savior. He is there to help direct our life in his will and his way. And all he wants to do is save us. And he just wants us to stay in him. He wants us to live in him so that we can have everlasting life beyond here. Amen, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Did you receive that in Jesus? I know you're receiving it in Jesus' holy name. I thank God because we're so drawn in right now to his holiness, to his word. We want this. We need this in the name of Jesus. So today, the Lord wants to talk to us about miracles, stuff that we may not hear often. Well, I had to take something to drink. Today, the Lord wants to fill us in and remind us on what is miracles. What is miracles to you when you think of miracles? Well, to me, miracles are something that only God can perform, God can do, that no doctor, that no medicine can do. It's all in his supernatural power, and we're going to get right into it. The Lord will have us to receive this today. So as you receive this, God wants you to believe first. You have to believe in miracles. Yes, miracles are real. You hear people say it's going to take a miracle for that person life to change. You're absolutely right. Miracles is not to say that you need a miracle in every situation. Oh, I need a miracle to help me with my bike. No, <laughs> it's going to take a miracle on certain situations. Like when people have been revived, they had died and they came back. It's called a miracle in Christ. God has performed many miracles in the Bible. So remember, miracles are real. They're created by the Lord himself. Only God can do in the supernatural that a doctor or no one can perform. It is a miracle. You have to be a witness to a miracle. I am a, a witness to a miracle. For I watched the Lord do a miracle in my son when he was on his deathbed. And God brought him back. He is going on 17 years old. And that happened when he was three. Amen. To God be the glory. I seen God bring him back. He was gone, and he was on life support, and it wasn't his time. So God performed a miracle for me to come back and share that testimony and let someone know that God is so real. If you didn't believe it, believe that he performed miracles in the name of Jesus. So I thank God for blessing me with a miracle child, that every time I see my son, I always remember God's miracle. God would do something miraculously in your life. That is only a miracle when people get in bad accidents and they walk out with nothing wrong and such a wreck that should have killed you. But that is a miracle. It's so many different things that has happened in your life that makes you a miracle child, that makes you witness to a miracle. So some people don't understand miracles and that's why the Lord is speaking on it today to give you enlightenment, to give you understanding in his word, in his truth. 
what is miracles and how they're talked about in different scriptures. So yes, we're going to have different scriptures today as much as God will give us today and today. And so I'm going to do the definition of God's miracle for those who don't understand it. Well, this is the definition of what is a miracle when it comes to the Lord, not in the world, but in the spirit of the Lord when he performs a miracle. So if you are a blessing and a witness to a miracle, then you definitely know what a miracle look like coming from the Lord. And we thank God for miracles because some people in our life, we know it's only going to take a miracle to heal them in their certain situations and their sicknesses and their life battles. We know that a miracle is needed. It's going to take a miracle to remove something out of a person's life. We know a lot of things come out through prayer and fasting, but some things also it's going to have to be a miracle performed for that to be able to show you how real God is and what God is able to do. He is a powerful king that we belong to, my sisters and brothers in Christ. He is Lord of Lord, King of King, and he holds all the power in the name of Jesus. Okay. A miracle is an event that involves the direct and powerful action of God transcending the ordinary laws of nature and defying common expectations of behavior. Miracles are extraordinary occurrences that can only be attributed to the supernatural work of God and demonstrate his involvement in human history. God employs miracles in the Bible to reveal himself, his character, and his purpose. To humans do phenomena that are not otherwise explainable. We can't explain it. And that's how God does miracles. Just as what you just as what He has just given you the understanding. It reveals Him, His character, and His purpose. Even if we don't understand the purpose, but to show you that life is in the hands of the Lord. God give us life. He gave us a gift, eternal life. That means when we die here. We could be with him forever in the spirit, in a whole new body, a whole new mind, and a whole new spirit. His spirit will be living off of the rest of our life. We won't need or want for anything. We'll be happy forever. We'll be able to rejoice in him forever. So I thank God for giving that understanding. Because a lot of people are like, well, what is miracles? How? What? Where? And so God has just given it to you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. He has given it to me too. So everything he gives you, he gives us to us together as a family. So I just thank God because sometimes I say, well, the Lord has given this to you. Well, I really thank God for the understanding of every meaning that he, he gives to us, his understanding. Because it takes his understanding for us to receive his teaching. And he knows that we don't always understand everything but that's okay because God is an awesome God God is a good God that he will provide and give what you need to get closer to him to understand the direction that he needs you to be on that he is taking you in the name of Jesus so I thank God so the first we're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 27 so I'm at Jeremiah and Verse 32, so each scripture that the Lord's blessing us to have, my sisters and brothers in Christ, he's going to also break down those scriptures to us. After me reading them, I'm going to break it down as the Lord had me to break it down for us to truly have understanding 
in the name of Jesus. And he decided to give us scriptures, um, different scriptures today. Because, um, you know, I like to go back and read the whole chapter. So me, I'm a chapter person. I love scriptures so much. I love his word so much. And I love spending time in his holy word. It is amazing grace. It is it humbles you to before him. It's just you and the Lord because you're going through his word. You're able to seek in his face through his word. You're able to seek in his kingdom. You don't physically see his face, but you're able to seek in the spirit of the Lord. And you're able to ask him. You're able to see what he is showing you in his word. You humble yourself and you block everything else out. And it's just you and God spending that time. But when we come here, we don't have as much time as we would have by ourselves. And that is so true. Even when we go to church, God gives us a lot to take in so we can be able to take in a lot with him as an individual. So remember, we don't have the whole day here, but we have a part of the day the Lord bless us to come here. So whatever we receive and whatever we don't understand, we can go back and talk to our Lord. Yes, you can talk to the Father and he will surely Talk back to you in a quietness. So, remember, make time for the word to be filled up with the word daily. This is time right here. As you're listening to the word of the Lord, that's time right here, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So, let's get right to it. We're going to do Jeremiah verse 32. I'm sorry. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27. And it says, Oh. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That's telling you that God is saying, Behold, am I, the, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Nothing is too hard for God. That means God can do anything. He can perform anything. So when you hear that, what are you receiving that? When he said, um, what did it say? 32. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? No, Lord. There is nothing too hard for our God. And God is saying that because he is saying, is there anything too hard for me? No, that means I can do miracles. I can do anything. There's nothing too hard for me to do. And it's not hard for God to do a miracle in our life. It's not hard for him to do a miracle or perform a miracle in the name of Jesus. So let's go over to Jonah um Jonah chapter 1 verse 17 and it says let's see um, excuse me now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights so what that is saying chapter 2 then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish, out of the fish belly. And verse 2 says, And said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell, of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. So God got him out of the belly of the fish. So in speaking of these things, these are different things that God has performed because he could have left him there and died. He couldn't get out that belly of the fish any other way. It took a miracle for Jonah to get out. But he prayed and God heard him cry. God heard that in the name of Jesus. So God is demonstrating different scriptures of things he has done. 
things. And when we hear this, that's why it was from chapter 17, when it says, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And God heard Jonah when he prayed. When he prayed, God released him. He didn't let him die in that belly. But he had prepared a fish to eat him up. To swallow up him whole. And he did. But see, God got him out of that. And that was a miracle. In the name of Jesus, you can see it as a miracle. Because how else would he have gotten out that fish? Let a shark eat you. Wouldn't it be a miracle if a shark swallowed you and you in a shark stomach and God got you out of that shark? What would you say that would be, my sisters and brothers in Christ? A miracle. Amen. A miracle. So, we already went, we went to Jonah. Okay. So, next we will have, let's go to, let me see, Matthew chapter 16. Verse 17 and 20. But we're going to start with Matthew. I'm sorry, not Matthew 16. Matthew 17. I'm so sorry. Verse 20. Okay. Sometimes I can't understand my own handwriting. I write too fast sometimes. So, yes, Matthew 17. Verse 20. Let's see what that says. I'm looking for it. Yeah, I'm there. Verse 17, verse 20 says, let me see. Um, okay. It says, and Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible into you. Okay. So, God says, if you are unbelief, but you have to believe in things, you have to believe that mountains can be moved out of your life. Because it says right here, I'll say it again. And Jesus said unto them, this is coming from verse 20, chapter 17 in Matthew. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So God is saying, If you believe in miracle, whatever the search is, the situation that is need of belief, you believe it, and it will happen in the name of Jesus. The disciples were unable to cast out this devil, and he asked Jesus why. He pointed to their lack of faith. It is the power of God, not our faith, that moves mountains. But faith must be present to do so. The mustard seed was the smallest particle imaginable. Even smaller, undeveloped faith would have been sufficient. Perhaps they had to try to cast out the devil with their own ability rather than God's. There is a great power and even a little faith when God is with us. If we feel weak or powerless as Christians, we should examine our faith, making sure we are trusting not in our own ability to produce results, but in God's. So 
we also can see that as miracles. God is taking us different places to not just see it for only by faith, but it's going to take faith to have a miracle performed. Sometimes God would just do a miracle because sometimes you have people in the gap believing and trusting in that miracle. We believe by the power of the Lord, he is going to perform a miracle on this situation, on this lady, on this man, whoever and whatever it is. We believe by faith in the power of miracles. It doesn't have to necessarily speak and say miracle, but God is leading us to scriptures that would take faith. And God is saying in these scriptures that you have faith to trust that I can do all things, including miracles. So that is also included in believing in miracles. So we have to remember the way God is showing us, it's good. Because he's taken us to scriptures to, for we can identify how we can also see in a faithful situation that is needed to be with faith. Also, we can see a miracle out of something as well. So I just thank God for showing us at, in the spirit. So I thank God for that. And another one, we're going to go to, let me see, um, Mark. Let's go to Mark 16. Verses 17 and 20, I'm going to go through. Let me see, Mark 16, verse 17 and 20. So yes, just remember when he's bringing something to you in the spirit, he might give it to you a certain way today, and then you might need some faith tomorrow. He will use that same scripture as a miracle, because that's still saying you have to have faith to believe that God has the power to change this thing around. It's going to take a miracle, but we need faith. We have to trust in the power of the Lord for this to work. God will perform a miracle even if we're not in a place with him. Just to show you who he is. Remember, miracles reveal who God's character is. It shows you who God is and his purpose and what he's able to do in all things that he say he would do. And sometimes we don't know. We just trust the Lord to do what he said. And his word. Now, we're not getting the word in. How are we going to know what the Lord has told us? How are we going to know what the Lord has said if we don't have his word? That's why it's important, my sisters and brothers, for us to live in the word of God, to stay in the word of God. We need this word to be filled up with the Lord every single day. We need the word of God. Okay? So, we're going to be at Mark 16. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Let's turn to Mark. I'm getting to it. I got Mark 14. Getting to Mark 16. Let me see. I went way past it. My pages are just totally stuck. Okay, Mark 16, verse 17 and 20. Let's start with verse 17 first. And it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. And confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So with signs following. That means miracles are signs. That God has the power over all things. And these signs shall follow them that believe. You believe in the miracles of the Lord. You will see signs and wonders how he performed miracles in the name of Jesus. That is what he is saying 
my sisters and brothers in Christ. It will follow those who believe. Amen. So, we got to understand that the world sees power as a way to gain control over others. But Jesus, with all authority and power in heaven and earth, chose to serve others. He held children in his arms, healed the sick, washed the disciples' feet, and died for the sins of the world. Following Jesus means receiving the same power to serve. As believers, <clears throat> we are called to be servants of Christ. As Christ served, we are to serve too. Amen. We can have the same power. If we follow in Christ, he will give us all power to do all things in Jesus Christ. Because that's what God will do in our life, my sisters and brothers in Christ. He will give you the power, his power, not the world power. He will give you his power to be able to cast out demons and devils, to be able to prophesy, to do all things. You must have the power of the Lord and the strength of the Lord to do all things in him. We cannot do nothing without Christ and his power. You got to know we cannot perform anything, but God will give you healing hands in his power. Amen. So we're going to go to, let me see. We did Matthew. We did Mark. Let's go to, let me see. Let me tell y'all what to go to. I'm looking Luke chapter one, verse 37. Okay. Luke chapter 21, verse 37. Okay, 37, 37. Okay. Luke chapter, did I say, why am I in 21? Oh my goodness. Luke chapter 1, <laughs> verse 37, my sisters and brothers in Christ, says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Remember, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. That means absolutely nothing. I don't care what the doctor say won't happen. But with God, all and everything is possible in any circumstances. We can be a witness to what his word said. His word just said it, y'all. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. So I just thank God for the different scriptures he's given us in today. And as we're about to close out, I just thank God for giving that last scripture the way he gave to us. For us to remember that, that was so clear, so understandable. Remember, for with God, nothing should be impossible. So we know we need the Lord in our life. In order to have his power, we have to walk and live in his righteousness. We have to be right with him. To order to have all these things in the Christ family, we can't have these things living in the worldly ways. We got to change our life to his ways. We got to walk in Christ, to lead souls in Christ. We can't do that if we're in the world. We can't do that if we get high. We can't do that if we're drinking. We can't do that if we're cursing. It's either his spirit or the world. Which one do you want to be in? Make a decision. Do you want to follow Christ or you want to continue your ways of living? Because our ways of living is going to get us sent straight to hell. And we're not going to live right here. How are we going to live right with him in eternal? Whether you believe or you don't, I pray in Jesus' name that he show you something to help you become a believer in him. We can't just boot out non-believers because there are some people who don't believe in the Lord today. 
But God is going to take the non-believers and turn them into believers. Only God knows who he's going to make as a believer. It's going to take a miracle. <laughs> That's going to take a miracle, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Oh, I had such an awesome time with the word of God. And it's never enough. Like I never can get enough of the word of the Lord. And even when we get off the phone, I mean, not on the phone, even when we're not on a podcast listening to the word of God, I love spending time with the word of God. I love the word of God to fill me before I even get started, before I begin to get out there on my day. I thank the Lord in the name of Jesus for his word. His word has volumes in my life today. Because of his word, it changed my life. And I know in the name of Jesus, my sisters and brothers in Christ, it's going to continue to change your life if your life has already been changed in him. And those who haven't been changed yet, it's coming, my sisters and brothers in Christ. You hold on to the Lord. No matter where you are in your life, don't give up on God. God will never give up on you. Hold on to what you're learning today. God is going to change it. He's going to work it out for you. Yes, you, my sisters. Yes, you, my brothers. It doesn't matter where you at. God will meet you just where you at. He will get you right where you at. So you keep on believing God to do something. He's going to do it. I don't care how down and out you are. I don't care what your circumstances seem to be. I don't care what it look like. God can do something out of what look like it cannot change. He can do something big in you. He can do something miraculously right now as we are speaking. And he is going to do it. God's going to do exactly what he say he is going to do, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So as we're closing out, we're never closing out from the Lord. I know, I know, I'm not ready to go either, but we have something to do today. We all have something to do. Some people say, well, I don't have anything to do. Yes, you do. You have to go study the word of God when you get your Bible. Yes, you do. You have to go meditate on what the Lord has spoken to you. Yes, you do. You have to go pray for somebody. Yes, you do. There's so many yes, you do's. So there's always something to do in the Lord. So let us close out with a prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Heavenly Lord, we thank you for another blessed evening. I mean, sorry, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this blessed day that you've given us in the beginning of the day, O oh God, in the very early part of the day, to lead us, O oh God, in this day with your spirit, however you give us the hour, the time of this day. We thank you, O oh God, for blessing us right now as we receive this word. Lord, we know that this word is effective. We know that now, Father God, that your power can perform miracles. If we did not know before, Lord, we know that we can believe in miracles, oh God. For Lord, someone is in need of a miracle right now. And we thank you for the miracle that you are going to perform in their life. We thank you how it's going to wake others up to believe it in you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for turning it around. We thank you for teaching us and giving us the understanding that we need on miracles, God. To show us that everything and all things are possible through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Father God, we ask him right now that you walk with us through this day. Continue to show us your ways, God. Continue to work in us, God. Continue to touch us, Father God. Touch our abilities in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I ask that you touch each and every one of my sisters and brothers in Christ on here that is listening, oh God. Guide them. 
Give them order in their life, Father God. Father God, continue to touch every pathway they have to take. Oh God, continue to fill them up with your spirit. Continue to fill them up with your word, God. Continue to meet them where they're at, oh God. I thank you for every soul that is drawn into your word, to your hand, oh God. I thank you for being our deliverer. I thank you for being our redeemer, oh God. For you are our rock, oh God. I thank you in Jesus' name for the uplifting that you have uplifted us in today. Lord, we needed that refreshing. We needed that reviving from you, oh God. Continue, oh God, to keep us covered in the blood of Jesus as we go on through our day. Let us meditate in the word of you, Father God. Let us study our word. Let us read our word. Let us apply the word, God. Teach us and keep us growing in you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch everyone's family, friends, neighbor, children, and anyone that is close and dear to their heart is in need of a special prayer request. We thank you, Lord, for meeting a special prayer request today. Lord, you know what it needs specializing in right now, God. It is given to you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Someone requested a special prayer request. It can be for a loved one, oh God. It can be for a job, oh God, for you know the need of that spirit. You know the need, Father God, that is in them right now. You know how to reach them, Father God, like never before. So, Father God, I thank you for specializing their prayers that has been going up to you today. And I thank you that it's already done in the name of Jesus, God. So, Lord, let it be hope in that miracle right now. Let it be hope and let it be free will and free spirit, oh God, to receive it in Jesus' mighty name. I bless your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' merciful name, amen. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory in our life. To God be the glory that God be in our life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, amen, my sisters and brothers in Christ. May that, may that prayer keep you uplifted. And as you go through the day that the Lord gives you, be uplifted and encouraged in his word and his lessons that you are learning in your life today, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I had so much fun. It is a fun thing for me to be in Christ. It is fun to walk in Jesus. It's fun to share the word of God. It is fun spending time with my sisters and brothers in Christ who are listening. And I thank God for every heart on here. I thank God for your souls that you continue to rest in the hands of the Lord, continue to ask God, seeking him, and you will find what you need in Jesus' mighty name. This has been your sister Heavenly, and it has been a joy and a pleasure to spend this time with you. It is a blessing, and it's always an honor to be your sister in Christ. I want you to go and pass the word of God to others. Share your testimonies. Share because people are in need of a Savior. And you might just be that one to share the word of God that they get saved in their day today. That they be uplifted. That you're able to give someone else. I'm sorry. That you're able to give someone else some joy today. Spread the love of Christ. Let the love of Christ show in your life that others can have it in their life. Amen. Have a blessed and prosperous day, my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. God bless you all.